0: Hello and welcome back to Pokemon Radio. We are your hosts Derek and Sassy. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Professor Oak's Pokemon Talk. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you know we've been we've been gone for a while. We're finally coming back. Um, we've given Professor Oak at this point months of notice, um, but despite <laughs> that, despite
1: weeks weeks of notice give us a little bit of credit here we it has been a. I
0: i feel like i was bald headed the last time we recorded and if i if you can't tell i have a some sort of shape of hair on my head um but either way, well, <laughs> professor oak is not able to join us because he's locked in battle with his mirror image in reflection cave this is not surprising at all I feel like I saw a video the other day um, on on Twitter of a, of a drunk man trying to fight his reflection in a restaurant and just like punching the mirror um, and very like getting like flinching when he thought he was punching himself. Um, that's what I'm picturing with with Oak right now.
1: And Oak isn't even drunk, probably.
0: Also, not, not yet.
1: I can't believe you're still on Twitter. I jumped ship a while ago. Oh, that's a smart move. I we're calling it Twitter. We're not saying X. oh. One-
0: I will never say uh, yeah no no it's just not it it's the worst yeah yeah Elon Elon Musk is is not a
1: like, He's not like to the- be pretentious, but I was sitting in Italy angry about something I saw on Twitter. And I was like, I'm literally in Italy right now. Why am I angry about Twitter? And then I got off Twitter and deleted it off my phone. And I've been a lot happier ever since.
0: That's a great piece of life life advice. Yeah, if anybody's noticing <laughs> high levels of stress or annoyance, if you delete Twitter, you're probably just going to be a much happier person. So uh, there's your life advice. And, oh, your life advice is to... Uh, remember the reflection is you it's like a cat when they see their own (laughs) reflection and they don't notice that they think it's another cat i think that's what's going on so so good luck making out out of reflection cave oak um so last last time we left our trainers um they were like 15 they're like 25 now they're grown-ass adults (laughs) two of them got kids where it's it's been a minute but last time we left our trainers in geosenge town with some weird rocks in a region full of weird rocks which is the best way to describe it weird rocks galore a lot of rocks rocks everywhere but we do want to do a quick team check-in because there are some differences um I know at least one of the teams and some some level ups that have been been going on in our time away so uh Cecy, if you want to update them on Ophio's status and how the team's looking
1: yes I can go ahead and say it at the top here Ophio not the one with any movement on her team but <laughs> If you're listening to this as it comes out, it's been a while, so let's uh let's all collectively refresh on Ophio's team here. So, leading us off, we have Snaky the Sn- Servine. I still, oh my god, I still can't say that. Snakey the Servine at level 26, Danger Noodle the Arbok at level 25, Rock Snake the Onyx at level 26. Athena, the Milotic, at level 25. Steve, still a Tynamo, also level 25. And Teeny Dratini, also level 25.
0: No name will ever beat Danger Noodle. Okay, so (laughs) we got uh, Boo just his team. Oh, sorry, Boo just his team, so Boo. um, Definitely had a little bit of a revamping here. Um, Took some reflection time. uh, In in news that may be sad to some, uh, I know not to Boo, uh, Bugs Bunny was retired to the box I know we, we, we had talked in the past About Bugs kind of maybe not being There for the long run Just you know The terror that he brought out In Boo um, The fact that he was just not very good Just you know small things oh. Again shout out to, to Cass From Supernatural for pointing out that Bugs Bunny <laughs> does seem to indicate Some sort of insect rabbit hybrid That would terrify us all But beyond that there's a new team member which we'll get to in a second. We'll start with Swiper the Breaksin at level 30. Breaksin? is—is that is, my saying yeah. that right? Why am I? i don't know I why think, that sounds. I don't funny know to how me.
1: else you would say that, but I,
0: I don't know. Swiper the Breaksin at level 30. We have Heimlich the Vivillon, Vivian Vivimon at level 29. I, <laughs> I was waiting
1: that. to see if that came back or not. <laughs> oh, it's definitely
0: coming back got Leonardo the War Turtle at level 31 uh, and Barney the Tyrantrum at level 24. I believe we talked about Barney, right?
1: Yes, yeah.
0: I was going to say we have. So the new member that was that Boo did circle back to get I wanted to talk about. Now, Boo realized everywhere on the squad there was not a single Pokemon that knew how to fly. And that's just something <laughs> you can't have. And now weirdly enough, Boo like loves birds. Birds are his shit. So trying to find a bird Pokemon that he was terrified of was really hard to do because just birds are cute. I know, Sassy, you may not agree with not all of this, this cute not bird talk, it for but me. <laughs> um, there was one that when we were out on the road, uh, Boo immediately started crying and hid behind me. Um, and it was a howlucha. And it be- it's because it reminds him of one of his favorite horror movies as a child, Nacho Libre. Um, so he named it Nacho Libre. Um, and that Nacho Libre is at level 25. And a, and a part of the squad
1: first of all love halucha so fucking cool like <laughs> iconic pokemon across the board for multiple reasons which i'm sure we'll get to at some point but oh so good um also gonna totally throw you for a loop here nacho libre never seen it
0: i've never seen it either okay. i just know so we that's both with-
1: have some homework to do here
0: yeah i think it's just jack black in a wrestling suit right that's that's my understanding of nacho libre
1: Maybe
0: I'm I don't to... even
1: know that much
0: <laughs> real world uh, looking up. Yes, it is Jack Black in a wrestling suit. He was like a he was a wrestler of some sort, but it's him in like spandex uh, and a mask. It kind of like a yeah, I don't know. It's it's quite terrifying. I feel like as a child, if I saw Nacho Libre run up to me, I, I would I would be very scared as well. Um,
1: yeah, Jack Black icon. can really go either way.
0: Oh, I love him so much, but this is, he's an iconic. It's like, you think of like Michael Myers and you think of like, you know, Jason Voorhees and then obviously Nacho Libre is just next on that list of just horror yeah. icons and we're getting close icons. to spooky season. So only fitting to talk about him now. Um,
1: yeah, I think it's September now or at least that's what we told people it would be. So yes, yeah, so yes, yeah, so, so we're basically,
0: <laughs> we're basically all into spooky season. I already built my uh, Halloween magic deck for the year, so I'm. I'm I'm all in it now. So getting into back into the path and what's going on in these in these young now old. I said they were 25. They might be like 37 at this point. They've just they got mortgages. They got kids. It's, They're it's long, as old
1: as Des thinks I am. <laughs> <laughs> so 45, I think.
0: Exactly 40 45 plus. Okay.
1: That's a joke for just us. Just three people.
0: <laughs> um, now, getting on to to route 11 and is that some, it, it's a it's Mirau. Mirror.
1: Yes. Mirror. I actually really struggle with the OIR. Miroir. Mirror. Mirror.
0: Mirror. Maybe, yeah. I, I could. Well, but it's also friends. an R,
1: so you have to kind of like swallow it. So it's like, Mirror.
0: I, I would not. <laughs> I turned into Arnold Schwarzenegger there. Yes. <laughs> Mirror. <laughs> okay. Um, I would just get it. It's route 11. Um, this short route gets you over to Geo, oh, from GeoSench over to Reflection Cave, which we've talked about thanks to our friend Oak. Um, there are some spooky crystals here. Um, anything you really? want to say about the spooky crystals?
1: Yeah, I mean it's just I know it's been a while, so I'll refresh your memory here a little bit. There are just like these big ass crystals on the side of the path, which is kind of a little bit of like a switchback leading up to this cave. Um, but there's just like some big old crystals here um i don't know if they like are themselves giant evolutionary stones i guess we've never really like no. questioned where evolutionary stones came from i'm bringing this up because Ophio did find a Thunderstone there which will eventually be useful for steve to get to his final form of Electra. so that was pretty great but um yeah I'm not really clear about the connection. Or maybe it's not. There is no connection in, in some horrified Pokemon trainer just accidentally dropped one. I'm not sure.
0: I think I've mentioned this before, but I don't remember. So I'm going to say it again anyway. It's so funny that Steve is a snake. Because, <laughs> yeah. uh, again, there's a Magic the Gathering call, card called Sakura Tribe Elder that is called Steve as a nickname. And it is a snake. So that you is just the perfect. You brought that up. Yeah. Okay. I just and also...
1: Strictly speaking, Steve is a fish right now, and he will eventually okay. become a lamprey, which is a jawless fish, so it looks like an eel, which oh, okay. is basically a snake.
0: Same same <laughs> idea, but you have the add, you got the double value for the name. I'm going to make sure I just say that every episode and act just as excited as if I haven't noticed that every time. Um, I mean, it
1: has actually been literal months, IRL, since you've made yes, that connection, true, so... True fair
0: (laughs) i should have known if there's any connection to a magic card i'm gonna find some way to to force it in to any (laughs) conversation in my life which probably says a lot about my social life now nearing the entrance to reflection cave there is a hollow clip that we received from professor sycamore who suggests visiting a mega evolution expert in Shalor city um i don't get we've talked about this before but sycamore is supposed to be some sort of resource or professor on mega evolution and at every turn has proven to not only know nothing but doesn't even know like who to go to at this point we've chased so many like pointless leads it feels like he just doesn't know what he's talking about and he feels like we won't snitch on him and that we'll just do his work for him
1: oh it's very much so i know that i've talked in the past about some of my frustrations about how our trainers have a little bit lost the thread of, like, your gym trainers, you're supposed to be challenging Pokemon gyms and, like, working your way up to the Pokemon League, like, that's kind of the deal, that's why we're here from Professor Oak, like, we're not here to actually do research, um, and I feel like we're just now, like, starting to get back on that track, like, we just visited Grant, finally, um, we did run into Corinna, who is the gym leader of Shalore City, who invited us to her gym, so, Like, that is where we're going. Like, that was already our plan. And I just can't really Mm -hmm. tell if Sycamore is, like, even aware of that, if he's, like, trying to, like, co-opt our time again, or if he's just like, well, you'll already be there, and like you said, he has no lead. So he's like, I don't know. I heard about this guy who's also in that city. Like, you could go check it out. And even if that is the case, even if he's not strictly trying to co-opt, but he's just like, oh, this is where your gym challenge is going, so I'll i'll add on a little bit there um why is he not just doing this himself like he's in lumio city he can clearly like make phone calls like bro just fucking get on uh i don't know talon flame and get over here and talk to him yourself like why are you trusting us (laughs) i don't understand what your deal is
0: it does not make any sense it's just such a waste of like Again, that is literally – I need to know – okay, conspiracy time. This man has to have some sort of, like, side hustle that he doesn't want anybody to know about that is taking up all his time. Because it feels like if he himself doesn't know anything about mega evolution, clearly he's not doing the research himself. And he's not – if he's not even going to people to find out about it and sending reporters and children to do it, I really don't know what – Like,
1: we're not scientists. (laughs) We're not lab techs. We're not assistants. We're not grad students. Like – this yeah, is not our field. This is not our jam.
0: Not even a little bit. So, yeah. I'm going to... That is going to be the seed that I plant and will grow in the coming episodes of what Sycamore is actually doing with all of his time. And considering no research is actually getting done and he's sending us to do so. <laughs> we'll circle back on that next time I mention Steve. Um, <laughs> getting into Reflection Cave now. Uh, we find ourselves in another, shockingly, scary force perspective cave that is just i don't like makes me sick uh this time we have mirrored walls where our reflections definitely are innocent not trying to murder us um and we'll let oak test that theory to see if we ever hear from him again
1: yeah i did not like this at all i don't mm, i am like not one of those people who likes to walk past like windows or anything and, like, look at your reflection and, like, you, mm-hmm. like there are people... And not, like, that they're shallow, but it's just, like, there are people who are, like, let me look at myself in reflections and I am just not one of those people. Um, and... Because I shouldn't gaze upon my own perfection. It's just too much. <laughs> um And I didn't trust my reflection. I didn't trust her. I don't... I don't think that she has good intentions. I don't think that she is real slash i think she's very real in the sense that she's not a reflection but she's trapped in another dimension and is trying to murder me to get here so you, you already I to, know like, what... walk around with my eyes like covered as if my like i have blinders on and i was like just looking at the ground and just i i missed a lot of when, what what went on in this cave because i was like don't look at the reflection don't look at the reflection don't look at the reflection
0: you already know that's 100% what, like, early humans thought the first time they saw some sort of, like, mirror-like material. 100% they thought it was, like, some sort of, like, either, like, some sort of, like, deity that was cloning them or 100% like a different dimensional monster, like, sent to murder them that's their evil twin. Um, so, again, basically like a cat, what how they yeah. would see a reflection and, and understand it. So, uh, yeah, not a fan of it. I don't like the, the gravity warping... The, the gravity warping things in this region that just warps yeah. perspective. Not a fan of any of it. Um, So if y'all want to just stop doing that and stop building <laughs> public places where this is happening, that would be great. Um,
1: I can't tell though that I don't think this one is man-made. I think it's the weird-ass crystals are like. Mm. Like, you know how they're those, um oh my gosh, I don't know what they're called. They're like weird spots or something where like the gravitational pull is supposedly different. On the the surface of the earth.
0: So that's what I meant. So the places are natural, but they're choosing to build paths and things there. When they could just do it in a different place. At this point, like, build a little fucking bridge. Go over the bridge. Don't make us walk through the warped reality of of these these crystals. I don't like it. Um, Inside this cave, we also find uh, Tierno, who gives us the TM-70 for Flash. Literally... It's been an HM in different regions. It's a TM now. I hate it just as much. It's so useless. Use a flashlight, people. Or, you know what? Everybody's got a cell phone. Just use a little flashlight. Seems to work just fine. Or, you know, maybe don't waste a slot on one of your Pokemon for it. I'm sure you can get... They got lamps from back in, like, the fucking beginning of human history. Just use a little torch. I don't know. (laughs) Do something that isn't wasting a slot. Or, like,
1: literal lamp and candle Pokemon. Like, Litwick and Lampin (laughs) and Chandelure. (laughs) Or that. From Unova. But I actually, I'm laughing to myself because the, I think the note specifically here says uh, TM70 Flash, comma, the most useless TM. And I feel like you could just capitalize the, and then most, and then useless, and then TM, like, trademark. And then that just becomes the tagline for Flash. (laughs) The most useless. TM, TM, TM. (laughs)
0: 100%. Because I have never, like, I feel like in every generation and every region, every... HM or important TM. Someone's excited about getting it. Someone out there is like, I can't wait to get cut. Or like someone out there is like, I cannot wait to surf or whatever it is. No one has ever said that about flash. Not even once. And if you have, I don't trust any of your opinions, like at all. Like you're definitely some sort of sociopath. So
1: although I suppose like as much as saying like, Oh, just get a lantern. We could also say like, get a raft or a big like knife
0: i think the difference is though like it's it's a lot of work to like cut down a tree or to yeah. you don't want to be carrying around a fucking like a uh, machete just on your day-to-day life it's kind of a child i mean machete for yourself terrifying. but okay <laughs> valid but yeah sure is,
1: sure something like that
0: yes exactly it's fine i'll make sure not to leave any sharp objects around uh next <laughs> time we're at the office And now, for a quick word from our sponsors.
1: I'm sure you're all wondering about the reason behind the production pause for this season of The Bachelorette, Lumio City. Unfortunately, Grace, this season's Bachelorette, has chosen to leave the show due to unforeseen circumstances. In her own words, the contestants on this season, quote, all need a lot of therapy end quote, and then clarified, quote, like, a lot of therapy, and then couples therapy if they ever want to be in a healthy relationship, end quote. Personally, we at the production team uh, believe these are completely foreseen circumstances in a reality dating show, but we wish Grace all the best. Uh, She did continue her feedback to show producers with, quote, Actually, have you ever considered keeping all of the contestants locked in warehouse pods, unable to see the people that they are interacting with, missing a huge aspect of healthy communication and reading and responding to body language, and also keeping them drunk and decision-making impaired the entire time? That would probably make great television, end quote. While we are sad to see Grace go, we are pleased to announce our new replacement show, Love is TM70, where we finally put the Pokemon move Flash to good use by utilizing these Pokemon to obscure the facial features of blind dates. Coming soon, brought to you by Lumio City Productions. Now back to our show
0: moving through reflection cave i think we kind of just ran through that as fast as we could i did not want to be there did not want to get stuck in there it took longer than it should have to get through it trainer battles all the things we just wanted to move past it um any good experiences for you there i i know we kind of just literally just ran through got lost a couple times cuz there's some kind of like winding paths but the whole time was kind of just head down trying to sprint through
1: yeah no definitely was in a head down situation i was like not trying to live through this freakish torture Look at
0: that. We agree on how awful <laughs> a place was. That's how you know it is bad. So moving past this awful cave, we get in a shallower city, which um, on the other side of the cave and a much more pleasant experience. There's not mirrors everywhere to have our murderers chasing us. Um, <laughs> the Tower of Mastery you can see north of the city as soon as you kind of get in there. Um, and
1: Very imposing. Very yes. impressive.
0: Yes. It, I, it is very... Uh, I I guess I just didn't expect it to be so extra. Like, just looking at it, the actual, like, space it takes up, 100% is, like, larger than the town itself. Um,
1: Oh, yeah. Totally, yeah.
0: Very strong, like, bad things go on here vibes because it's so, like, blocked off from the rest. Yeah, it reminds me of, like, uh, what's the name of the place? King's Landing like Game of Thrones or something, where it's like you have like the castle oh, and yeah. all the the peasants have to stay. Yeah, those types of vibes. I, I was
1: actually of- thinking the magic school from The Witcher, and I can't Ooh. remember what it's called. Oh gosh, that's also a tower. Oh man, what is that called? I don't remember.
0: I'm gonna look this up because this is this this is the important research we do live on the show.
1: I like try. I think it starts with an M, maybe.
0: Now I got Witcher music stuck in my head. Uh, not the Sorcerer Schools, right? The Witcher Academy.
1: No, 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 no! Not the Witcher Academy. No, where? Um, what's her face? The Sorceress. What God? What's her name?
0: Aratuzo, a hot
1: one. Yes, Aratuzo. Yes, that's okay. what I was thinking of. Yes, it okay. has Aratuzo vibes.
0: And either Triss or Yen, I assume, is who you're referring to. I don't remember which one was a sorcerer. It's been a very long I... time since I played that game. Oh, back into yeah,
1: Triss was a sorceress, but also um, the the hot one with the black hair. Is that not who you romanced, Yennefer? Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. I don't remember which one. It's been I played through that game so many times. I definitely chose each like seven times. It was yeah, <laughs> too many hours. <laughs> um but we'll save that for our witcher podcast coming soon um (laughs) for uh back to shallower city um yeah the mage school king's landing whatever it is it's a big ass building and it is very very fancy looking especially as you get into this town um uh, in the pokemon center we actually run into mr bonding which is weird because a lot of our theories were circling around the fact that both he told us And it seemed very apparent that there was some ghostly activity tied to hotels, but he's just hanging out in a Pokemon center, which makes me think maybe a hotel used to be built in this spot and it got knocked down and now he's still stuck here.
1: It's definitely that one and not that he got fired from what was definitely a marketing gig. (laughs)
0: Not that at all. Now, now he's just definitely hanging out at Pokemon centers. he's got yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That no. doesn't no, make no, any no. sense. It's not realistic. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Mr. Bonding's there and definitely not fired. Uh, definitely still a ghost. Um, in town, there are also some friendly people walking around trying to give out some items, which is always nice. There's one lady that gives out the Soothe Bell if she senses that a Pokemon is extra friendly. So that's super sweet, um, which is weird because now I'm thinking about it. Boo did get a Soothe Bell. And he's terrified of all of his Pokemon. so maybe his Pokemon enjoy that. Maybe they're very much into the fact that they feel It's like it's like when a little cat feels like imposing when it murders like a string or a ball or something oh, and it's like, yeah. yeah, I'm a badass. I think that's how his Pokemon feel where it's like, yeah, we're scary even though they're kind of adorable.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not that they're super adorable and really enjoyable to be around and good companions to bootches
0: no not that at all like, it, <laughs> certainly a, what, not <laughs> impossible um there is another girl that's willing to give five stardusts if we help her retrieve some luggage using a flying or a psychic type pokemon so look at that that's nice um stardusts are meant to fly something about Great deal something about a, a Nicki minaj song um yeah oh, it's,
1: well yeah okay
0: See, I see Starship, Stardust, <laughs> I, it's close enough. Um, that's the closest thing to like a hip reference I can make. <laughs> I don't know anything about music <laughs> made in the last, I don't know how long. So Stardust, getting some Stardust for a basic thing. Nacho Libre was there, so made that nice and easy. Um, there's also a scientist walking around that will hand out an Light if we've seen at least 40 different Pokemon from the Coastal Pokedex, which I feel like is pretty easy to this point if we've seen 40
1: i am not the coastal pokedex versus like the whole separation of the pokedexes i still don't understand i yeah. think there are some pokemon that are in multiple pokedexes
0: so they got the one just,
1: national decks
0: so they got the coastal pokedex the southeastern pokedex the big 12 pokedex the yes. big 10 is that how that is that, is that how they works so it's like the
1: the pack 12 yeah yeah
0: sorry so it's the power five pokedex regions i thought so yes. that's what i was yeah, okay. yeah. yeah
1: yeah 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 um but again, I'm here to just get on my soapbox for Eviolite, which is like the greatest item of all time. And Teenie and Steve are taking turns holding the Eviolite because otherwise they will die. And also, they don't evolve for a very long time. So,
0: Eviolite, that's, <laughs> like pedi- that that's
1: like Pedialite.
0: That's like Pedialite, right? It's like a when your Pokemon I'm are dehydrated. Sure
1: you- Made that joke last time, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't remember what I said yesterday, so I can definitely not remember what I've said uh, months ago. So whoops. <laughs> Look, it's like a, it's like a one of those things where it's like previously on Lost, you're getting the previously on this show by accident just from listening to this. So that that's what I'm here for. Um, for I mean, get we had to up.
1: bring that unhinged energy back to our like you know, return from break. So very I'm true. Glad this is honestly, you're bringing the energy because yeah. it's 9:45 and I'm very sleepy. <laughs> so true. Someone's got to carry us and I, it's not I, me. <laughs>
0: understand. I, I got you. That's what I'm, that's what I'm here for. It's honestly way more on rails than I expected based on the, based on the break. <laughs> so I'm, I'm feeling good. Um, then as we head North to check out that tower of mastery that we mentioned, um, we do run into Trevor and Tierno again. Trevor wants to compare Pokedexes. Cause Trevor's all like, Hmm. I seen Pokemon. I caught Pokemon. What did you do? Uh, and Tierno. Nerd. Nerd. Geez, nerd. Fucking nerd. Um, Tierno hands over uh, an intriguing stone that he was gifted by someone for his cool dance moves. Um, my guess is someone threw a rock at him because he was dancing. <laughs> and now he's saying, someone gifted me a stone. But I like the positivity. Like someone was like, just like we said, like, fucking nerd, and threw a rock at him. And now he's like, oh, cool. Someone gifted me a stone. Um, so that's cool. He, uh,
1: That's honestly like I'm trying to like come up with literally any other scenario and I don't see one. So, uh, wh-
0: so when do you walk down the street, see someone dance, you'd be like, "Cool moves, bro! Here's a rock!" Like I've never, I mean, seen that. Maybe
1: if you're like four years old, like maybe some <laughs> yeah. small child really appreciated him.
0: Maybe, but yeah, I think someone just threw a rock at him and he gave it to us. So thanks, dude. <laughs> uh, much appreciated. Um, now getting into the Tower of Mastery. So. Uh, Across this, like you have to walk across, like sandbar. It's almost like moated off, very much like a peasant's don't bother us vibe. Um, Way just north of the city. So, inside, we immediately notice a giant Lucario statue, just like massive. Um, Extremely suspicious. suspicious. Yes, very
1: suspicious. Why is there a big ass Lucario in this old ass tower? That's basically where I'm coming from is that this tower has clearly been here longer than human civilization. But yeah. there's a Lucario statue. So like Aliens. Did Pokemon well, Pokemon are aliens? So like a Pokemon with a pe- with uh opposable thumbs, i. e. Mr. Mime, like was there a um like enlightening enlightened age or whatever it's called? Um for mr mimes and we're just now in the dark ages of mr mimes like i i have a lot of questions about what's happening with this giant lucario statue that is
0: the scariest <laughs> shit i've ever heard a fucking light a, an age of mr mimes running everything i would be
1: like i mean i'm thinking like literally like um oh god i uh, my brain does not work after like 6 p.m but like when all of the good art was getting made in Europe, whatever that was. The Renaissance. Called, then it was Yes. There was, we go. Thank you. I don't Holy know. Holy shit. The hell I, was I trying just knew do. a historical
0: fact. That's never <laughs> happened before.
1: But yes, was there a Mr. Mime Renaissance because they have opposable thumbs and Mr. Mimes were just all across the pokeverse like making dope art? And then the dark ages came when humans started training them for dogfights, and they no longer were able to hone their crafts. And now there are no more good Mister Mime artists. And that's where oh, Smeargle shit. comes in, trying to take its spot. Oh the man, there's link. definitely a conspiracy there. On, we just made
0: of. we just made some science. Yes. Um. So in history, the room,
1: maybe maybe history, not science.
0: <laughs> Both. <laughs> 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 There's a room under the statue, um, and we find Corinna again and the Mega Evolution guru, which is her grandfather. And uh way
1: less creepy once with that clarification.
0: <laughs> oh, very much so, yeah. That would be fucking weird. But we finally found somebody that seems like might actually know about Mega Evolution, which is like the first hint of any hope we've had on that front <laughs> ever, so we'll take that. Um Trevor and Tierno do join us uh, and the guru examines this stone that was thrown at Tierno Tierno for his dance moves um, telling us that it's just a cool but very normal rock and also adding theory you know adding some evidence to the theory that someone just chucked a rock at Tierno to tell him to stop dancing. I love I
1: mean I respect that he was like, yo this rock is dope but it's not a mega stone.
0: <laughs> I it's, it's like I honestly I appreciate Tierno's dance dance moves. But he's kind of given the vibes of like the friend who wants to be a rapper, and then every time he plays his music, it's like really mm. offbeat and uncomfortable. Um, yeah. But I think Tierno might have a future in interpretive dance as someone who took a one interpretive dance class in college, actually two interpretive dance classes in college. Um, I can say that I feel like he has a future there. That's where Did the you weird. Really? Shift. Yes, I took two. Yes.
1: I don't remember this at all.
0: Yeah, I had to perform a whole like set for of interpretive dance based off of some random flashcards i was given for my final exam um it was a great time it was a very fun class um
1: Um, when this stone was presented to the guru and he asked like who found it did boo lie or did he take credit
0: did he lie or Or, sorry did
1: boo tell the truth or did he take credit for finding it
0: oh he told the truth he was kind of like he thought, I mean, Boo just thought someone had chucked a rock at him. So he's like, I'm not going to be like, look <laughs> at this discovery. Someone threw a rock at someone. I'm like, no, I'm going to blame it on Tierno and be like, look at this dumb rock that he thinks is special. So, yeah, no, Boo is not not trying to take the ball for that.
1: Okay, Ovio also told the truth. So good job, uh, Mama, raising them right. But, like, Tierno was, like, very much like, oh, no, it's definitely you. Remember? And it's like, okay, so. For sure, you just had this rock thrown at you, and for sure. you don't want to be reminded of that.
0: <laughs> Zero doubts there. Zero doubts there. So so outside of the room that we're hanging out in, um, there is a little bit of commotion, and we find Serena and Kalem have both arrived with Shauna to also talk to the Mega Evolution Guru. Apparently, everybody knew about this dude. Everybody's finally here. And we all get to talk to him for a bit, and the most important note to make here is Professor Sycamore everything that you're supposed to be researching they already know this dude already has everything figured out you're wasting your time please just talk to him
1: if not figured out in terms of like a scientific like cause and effect method like at least there are some causalities and correlations that this guy Mm. has identified and you know qualitative science is still science my man like sycamore just needs to meet with this dude basically record his breadth of knowledge and then be like okay here's our baseline like let's start hypothesizing and testing some of these tenets of assumption and see what we learn from that but um nope we're just gonna have a conversation with this dude i guess
0: yeah i mean he does tell us uh, as far as the practical stuff about it he tells us everything we need to know so like he said some of the like maybe the physiology parts of it or like the, the mechanisms are still right. new new research, but it doesn't sound like Sycamore even had a grasp on this. So, so Corinne's grandfather does tell the whole group that he's only got a few mega evolution rings. So even like the way to do it, it's not even something he's observed. Like full on has a way to induce this mega evolution. Um, and so these mega evolution rings are what causes it with mega Stones. So he's got this shit all figured out. Um, so yeah, get on that Sycamore. Um, Serena and Calum do offer to battle Boo and Ophio for those mega rings, basically to see like best trainer gets them, which is cool because I feel like Boo has been on a hot streak battle wise and his little agents of horror, t- uh, or I was going to say <laughs> little horror icon agents of terror are, are there to buck shit up. So when we go ahead and get into the battle, Serena or Kalem, they both have a Meowstick, which is just a great name, an Absol, and one had a Brakes and the other had a Frogadier and it was a pretty easy battle so in this grand scheme of like oh no we don't know anything about mega evolution all boo had to do is beat a few pokemon and all of a sudden not only do we know about it but we have just a, now we can just do it way easier than it was expecting i thought this was going to be like a side journey for the ages just to learn anything and now we can just like mega evolve whenever
1: Yeah, um, Ophio also did not have any issues with this uh, team. She's not really super well-typed to, you know, she wasn't making, like, Mm. a load of uh, super effective hits. But, um, yeah, no issues there. Um, The primary bummer is that none of Ophio's Pokemon can Mega Evolve, so she's going to have to, like have a real, like, reflection moment Mm. of researching which Pokemon can Mega Evolve, and if any of those Mega Evolutions look like snakes, um, cough, cough, there might be a Gyarados in the future.
0: (laughs) I like that. I know the one that I'm most excited to see, because I'm biased, is Blastoise. So, uh, Leonardo. I want to say Leonardo? Yes, Leonardo. Yeah. So, that one I'm very excited to see. Um, I really don't care about the rest. Once I saw that, I was like, I'm sold. I can't wait for this to happen. I didn't expect this to actually work. <laughs> so, Corinna's grandfather does seem super impressed, but still, obviously, is like, oh, maybe I'm not ready. Won't hand over the ring until both Boo and Ofio defeat Corinna at the gym to prove themselves worthy. So, one last test, but honestly, still way easier than I had any expectations to actually get a hand on these things. These are, I'm assuming, if you had to like buy these shits, it would be like, insanely expensive so a couple pokemon battles seems like a pretty fair trade so in order to go battle corinna we gotta head all the way back to town walk down that long lonely path for the sandbar and get back to shallower city um as can be expected from the times that we've met corinna it's a fighting type gym no surprises there fighting pokemon everywhere also very fortunate for boo that he managed to add on nacho libre just in time um so and just both fighting this is the part that confuses me so corinna (laughs) loves roller skates and it's a skating rink i don't know how that goes hand in hand with fighting um
1: it doesn't have to Derek. we've moved the world (laughs) has moved beyond gyms needing to be themed to the pokemon type corinna clearly is out here like yo i fucking love the roller derby that's my deal (laughs) I, really a wanna, gym.
0: I just want to walk in and see a gym that's like bull on like rock climbing and boulders and all this and it's just like a fucking fire type gym and it's like yeah you know what I do what I want there's no synergy doesn't matter it's what I, that's, I, I yeah I suppose yeah.
1: we did have a rock climbing gym in Kalos and it was a rock type gym but I'm I'm with Corinna on this one like the innovation way, it is 2023 our gyms do not need to be themed to pokemon types i don't know that anyone else is bold enough to follow corinna's footsteps but i i respect what she's doing here
0: before you know it gym leader is going to be using pokemon of more than one type what's the world what's the world coming to (laughs) and now for a quick word from our sponsors Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of 60 Seconds, where we talk about something that is plaguing the poke world. In towns around the country, there has been a problem with a menace known as the Pebble Pelter. He's running around everywhere, chucking pebbles at small children as they do regular tasks. Riding your bike? Get pebble pelted. Taking a walk? Get pebble pelted. Out with your parents? Get the fuck pebble pelted out of you. It's a terrifying, terrifying thing. We even saw one traumatized child that was so traumatized that when he was dancing in pebble pelted he actually picked up the rocks and pretended it was a reward to fight the trauma of the real event so if you see this pebble pelter anywhere out there please let us know we have a brief description he is stands around five foot seven smells like rotten cabbages mixed with a hint of rotten eggs oversized hoodies and very very undersized pants with we believe crocs don't don't quote us on that so if you see the Pebble Pelter anywhere and you want to help, please call this number at 555-555-5555 and help eliminate a menace from your society.
1: Now back to our show.
0: To get uh, to get to Corinna, our trainers have to do this like weird like chasing thing of the four gym trainers as they race around this skating rink. Um, I don't know what you're supposed to do if you can't skate. That's the one thing that came to me. is like I didn't know being able to skate was a prerequisite to being a Pokemon champion, but apparently here it is. Because if you can't and you're one of those people that's like hold the side rail, maybe they feel bad for you and they kind of like roll over to battle you after a while if you fall on your ass enough times. But yeah, I don't know what you're supposed to do if you're not like a pro skater.
1: I mean, the other thing you can do is just like lay down in the middle of the track. <laughs>
0: That is so true. Just, like, starfish out there and then just, like, yeah. wait for them to hit one of your limbs and then just trip them and then you can... Just,
1: like, grab an ankle.
0: <laughs> yes, okay. Like,
1: whatever, we're battling for the floor.
0: And then if that doesn't work, you can just bring friends and just everyone's laid out so there's nowhere for them to skate until... I like... See, innovation, that's what it is. It's not trying to teach you to skate. It's trying to teach you to problem solve. I like that. So... Exactly.
1: That is always what gyms have done, Derek.
0: <laughs> See? Okay. Puzzle solving there. So, gym leader Corinna has... A level 29, Minfu. A level 29, Machoke. And a level 32, Hawlucha. This... Now, I do know this was a bit of a struggle for Ophio, correct? There was not really a lot of, of advantages going on.
1: Yeah, so she doesn't have any flying types. She doesn't have any psychic types. And that is pretty much it. And then her go-to sort of I-don't-fucking-know Pokemon is Onyx, which she couldn't put in because Rock is weak to fighting. So, um... This level 32 Halucho was actually the easiest for Elfio to deal with because it's part flying type, so she could just put in Steve and Thundershock it. Um, The rest of the gym trainers and Krita's other Pokemon were just kind of like a brute force super potion situation. The one thing that um, she did plan for was the Mienfu kept using high jump kick, um, which if that Mm. move misses it causes a lot of damage to the pokemon that used it so she put out uh danger noodle i think it was and just used smoke screen a bunch of times and was like eventually this is gonna miss and it did and that was the way that she took care of Mianfu and then it was just yeah like a slugfest with machoke
0: i got you i got you yeah so fortunately uh boo is very fortunate in the sense of having multiple psychic types so you got breaks in there that was able yeah. to have a type advantage. You had uh, Heimlich, which obviously is also part bug but had a psychic type attack to really just oh, it was faster nice. and was able to get yeah. the attack in and then on top of that had Nacho Libre. So, yeah. There were quite a few different type advantages there. Uh, I so it wasn't really too much of a struggle and on top of that fucking Leonardo is just a tank. Doesn't type advantages aside, the war turtle was kind of just kicking ass in addition to everything else. So it wasn't Really wasn't yeah. too much of a too much of a struggle there for him, um, but happy to hear that Ophio did make it through even with all those type disadvantages. Because at this point, most gyms kind of suck if you can't beat them. This would be even worse because like just to see Boo like Mega Evolution Giant Blastoise, it'd be really sad to see Ophio just kind of sitting there sad off to the side. So happy like, they both. And it was succeeded.
1: fine, yeah. Like she didn't fail, she didn't lose. Like she made it through on her first try. So um, I'm hoping for. There should be smoother sailing from here on out.
0: For sure. Okay, so once defeated, uh, Karina does give the Rumble Badge, which I think is a great name for a badge. And Pokemon (laughs) up to level 50 now obey. Um, Can use Surf? And we get the TM98 Power Up Punch. So all that is super nice. Uh, We aren't finished with Karina just yet. She does invite us back over to the Tower of Mastery to battle again as equals who use Mega Evolution, which is kind of like a, a teaching moment just in case we couldn't figure out the, the one step process to mega evolve i guess it's, it's nice to have someone walk you through it i think she just wanted to show off it's, as well as it was
1: we've talked about this with um the badge check gates as well and i feel like this is the same thing like yeah it's kind of unnecessary it's not really adding a lot of value to the experience and it would be a lot faster to just skip it but there is something about having that like climax moment of like okay like this is it we're finally doing the thing that we've been like working towards so i was yeah. like i was i was here for it i didn't think it was a little it, i didn't think it was too much it could have been too much but i don't think it was
0: for, no yeah it wasn't it wasn't that much of a, a an inconvenience you are right it, it wasn't too bad i won't complain as much as i usually do but um <laughs> at the tower we do find crew on the top floor and she excitedly hands over that mega ring that we referenced earlier but more importantly, Lucario, who's really been interested in our trainers, leaves Corinna and comes over to join, which Boo is terrified. And I'll get more into that in a second. But Boo was scared shitless because, you know, like, uh, kind of comes over and whatever. But now the It's a Lucario, dog
1: man. Yeah. Terrifying. Yes.
0: So to give context, um, and we'll get into more of that in a second, did Ophio want obviously is a dog man, not a snake, so Ophio could only be so excited for this.
1: Corinna suggests that our trainers battle with this Lucario just to get a feel for Mega Evolution. It's Mega evolved before; it kind of knows mm-hmm. the ropes. You're not like throwing a random Pokemon that's never Mega evolved before into this battle with someone who's experienced. So it's uh, Mega Lucario on Mega Lucario battle, no problem. Power Up Punch just takes care of that, um, and Ophio turned it down it was actually like kind of heartbreaking but she was like i don't think you would be that happy with me like i understand that you know maybe we have some good vibes here but i kind of have a deal going with these guys and i don't want you to just sit around in the box i'd rather have you stay with like this person who cares about you this trainer that cares about you and um you know your lucario friend so uh yeah she declined the lucario
0: So, I know. So, Boo did. So, I let me say, I said yes for Boo. Boo got really scared. Um, So, fun fact and some background um, Lucario does resemble another horror icon to Boo. So, Boo, growing up, loved like ancient Egyptian history and things and was super scared of it. And when Boo walked in and saw the giant statue, he's like, holy fuck, that's Anubis. So, he named (laughs) Lucario Anubis? yeah. Question mark. Uh, exclamation point so it was like anubis like, that's <laughs> what that's what boo said when he walked in so boo was in the corner crying i accepted the anubis on boo's behalf and then named it i chose the name and that was his exact reaction when he saw the statue it was anubis so that that's that's the name now of the lucario <laughs> and and it's joining the squad as the six pokemon a full party uh for the first time uh, i'm for impressed
1: boo. i feel like boo should include punctuation in more of his pokemon yes games.
0: I think but. you should just let me name them. So normally Boo does the naming, <laughs> but this time he was so scared I had to, and I feel like if I was doing the naming, we'd have more just genuine reactions like that of, of what was going on. While I, I think we should both get the exclamation and somehow attach a photo to the name of Boo's face when it happens. <laughs> um, yes. So – we, that that's so I'm happy to hear that Lucario is staying that one of the Lucario is staying with Corinna if it's not going to be used and in this case it seems like Lucario will be a staple of this terrifying team to scare Boo on a daily basis now after we get done there moving on to Route 12 uh, and over to Forage Road um, we find Serena and Kalem on the way over there uh, when they gift our trainers Surf this is wonderful this is the first time look y'all are doing so much better before we just got handed a rock y'all got thrown at you <laughs> now we're getting surf so upgrading very heavily I love this Um, surf is great well I mean we don't really have much to say it's a wonderful thing helps us we don't need to buy a boat wonderful we all know um, surf is great there's also a, who, more wait, importantly who
1: surfs? oh right war turtle surf yeah yeah are you like riding on the shell situation
0: very much so and then once it's a blastoise just gonna have this like giant thing to ru- it's just the, the best the one of the fa- one of my yes. favorite pokemon and it's it's just i remember the the nightmares of being dragged around by the fucking mudkip, and now i'm just very <laughs> happy to be sitting in luxury Lounging. On a bl- yes, yes very much so but way more important than surf Uh, across a small river is skiddo ranch and there's a guy outside the ranch who wants to give our trainers a lapras and we don't care about that what matters is we have skiddo to ride and we're not going to waste any time we're going to get to riding skiddo but before we do we have an exclusive interview with the skiddo ranch owner with field correspondent gabby to talk more about the joys of owning a skiddo ranch a quick break and we'll be right back with the show
1: Hey there, folks. Field correspondent Gabby here with the owner of the Skiddo Ranch on Route 12. What's your name, sir?
0: Howdy. My name's Leafy Sheep.
1: Mr. Sheep, what a convenient name for owning a ranch. It is so good to have you here with us. I personally love a good Skiddo ride. I am sure that our listeners are also really curious about sort of the the behind-the-scenes aspects of owning and operating the Skiddo Ranch. So thank you for taking the time to join us today.
0: Oh, anytime. I can't. I, I will talk about Skiddo all day. I love it so much.
1: All right, well, let's just jump right in then with our first question. Uh, tell our listeners, what is it like owning a skiddo ranch?
0: So the purpose of a skiddo ranch is actually to get the wool from the skiddo and get the leaves and everything because that's what we like to use. But people have decided to walk onto my ranch and ride the skiddo at all times of day and night. Um, I did not sign up for this. It is not okay. I think it is traumatizing for the skiddo. Um, it's it. it I just want to make wool and, and leaves and, and make clothing. That's what I like to do.
1: Interesting. I guess I've never stopped to think about the purpose of a skido ranch. So I guess it's a good thing that I'm here asking these hard-hitting questions. Um. All right. Well, then, since we're talking about skiddo riding, why don't you tell our listeners, what are some of the benefits and maybe some risks of riding a skido?
0: Y'all should never ride a skid though. If you don't if you think about it, these are Pokemon and they know attacks. Um, I've seen someone get taken down, bulldozed, seed bombed, bulked up, horn leech, leaf bladed, and you don't want to hear about the time someone had their milk drank. <laughs> that was just <laughs> That was a time and an experience that I still can't get out of my head. Um <laughs> just I can't. I can't move on. Next question.
1: I don't even know what that means. <laughs>
0: <laughs> skiddo learn or uh, Skido learn milk drink at level fifty. <laughs> that's the that's but the What that does, does mean?
1: At level 50. What is I the implication?
0: <laughs> you don't want your milk drink. That's all I know.
1: Oh well, I mean, are there any any benefits? I mean, they're cute and, and fast and they hippity hoppity around.
0: I have heard that some people do enjoy when they get tail whipped. That that's kind of and synthesis is quite a, 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 is kind of a nice, uh, pleasant thing to see. And even some weirdos out like out there like getting their milk drunk. So I don't know. Whatever people want, you can get. But uh, there are liability waivers. And if you get leaf bladed and get decapitated, which we have seen, uh, we are not liable for your own decision.
1: That totally is fair and tracks with our capitalist culture here um okay well let's move on to something a little bit lighter then um tell us what is the most rewarding part of owning a skiddo ranch
0: for a long time it was seeing the clothing and all of the goods and services we can get and provide and the skiddo love being like i don't know if you ever seen a skiddo shave but they are so they are so happy they're happier than it isn't it like a pig and shit or something i don't know it's a phrase that some people say i don't but it sounded good. So Skittles are great, but in recent years, if any of y'all in the audience ever worked retail, if you have, you understand this. Watching said customer get decapitated by a leaf blade was one of the happiest things I've ever seen, um, off the record, obviously. But damn, it made me happy. Um, take that, you asshole. That's all I have. I mean, who
1: among us hasn't had a retail job? I, I, I think we all understand. Um, okay, well, we just have time for one more question. The patented hard-hitting question for the folks at home. What do you say to allegations that this ranch is in fact a tax shelter?
0: I said, Do you want to get leaf bladed or are we done with this interview? Now back to our show. On second thought, maybe we should think twice and just do this later. I don't we can care. come back.
1: <laughs> I'm riding the skidoo.
0: And this might <laughs> be our so last episode.
1: Cute. <laughs> they're so cute. Derek! You, think, we- you just get on them and you hold their horns and then they just kind of hop around and then they like hop over little fences and little ridges and they're just very cute and sweet. And if, I wish I could ride the skidoo everywhere.
0: If Oak can't make it next episode, we already know why. He's definitely decided to try to ride these dangerous animals, Pokémon. Honestly, they are.
1: That's a fine way to go. Like <laughs> if you had to pick a way like riding a skidoo off into the sunset, not a bad way to go.
0: <laughs> Going out happy. All right. Well, that is gonna wrap it up for this week's episode. Getting into next week, we'll check out azer Bay, uh, Kumarin City, Coomarine City Gym, Route 13, Kalos Power Plant, and Lumio City. I think I pronounced at least 80% of those right. But for now, this has been Pokemon Radio with your host Derek and Sessie on Professor Oak's Pokemon Talk. Sessi hit Sessi Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was so close. I was so, so close vegan. to getting that right. said hit up with the social media. I can't talk anymore.
1: If you are on Instagram or Twitter or threads, so are we. We'll see how long we remain on Twitter. But <laughs> you can find us on any of those platforms at Pokemon Radio Pod. Um, we did take a little bit of a break for our mental health, but we are back. Um... Yeah, so we had a little bit of a break, but we are hoping to schedule some bonus episodes and some bonus content to come out to kind of make up for it. We've both been um, really excitedly playing a certain game that will be revealed Ooh. later. Yes. Um, so if you're excited about that or like the show in general or just want to say that you're excited that we're back, uh, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Um and subscribe or follow the show on whatever platform you listen on.
0: This show is made possible by support for your Goldrod public radio subscription from listeners like you.
1: Um uh, and hoping to uh record some Oh my god, what do we call those? Not interim episodes.
0: Fillers what are we calling... bonus episodes. No
1: bonus episode yeah. <laughs> i like cannot like my brain like does not make words right now